Hello everybody, um, this is episode 10 of Dreadful Talk and I could not be more excited. Um, you know, 10 is a small milestone, but a milestone nonetheless. You know, I plan on getting that number much higher, but you know, everybody that's been a part of this process so far, you know, everybody who's, you know, liked, shared, followed, subscribed, all that good stuff. You know, I just, I really, really appreciate you. Um, it's been a blast. I've learned a ton. Um, you know, I'm, I'm learning as I go, as we all are. Um, but I'm really glad this is the 10th episode of Dreadful Talk. So yeah, shout that out. Nothing to cheers with but some water, but that's all good. Oh, man. Stay hydrated out there, everybody. Take your vitamins, boost that immune system, you know what I mean? I know I I get my party on, my scumbag on, you know, but, uh, you know, you got to take care of yourself. Uh, you may notice this is a very different background than usual. Um, that's because I'm coming to you live from South Lake Tahoe right now. Um, I'm on the California side of the border. Um, man. I almost made this whole episode just on Lake Tahoe. I could go on all day about it. I mean, it's a very magical place. Um, if you've never been here, it, you know, um, highly recommend it. Like, people wonder, you know, where the prettiest spot in Cali is. And, you know, most people probably assume it's some beach or something, and, and they'd be wrong. Um, because the prettiest place I've been in California, granted, haven't been everywhere, but I've been to a lot of the big ones that people talk about. And I'll, t I'll put, um, you know, Lake Tahoe up against any of it. Um, you know, once again, I haven't traveled that much in, in my life. I plan on, you know, trying to see much more of this world in my limited time here on this earth. But I haven't seen that much of it yet. But from what I've seen, man, you just can't beat Lake Tahoe. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like in the summer, like right now it's August. Um, absolutely gorgeous. Like 80 degree weather. I mean, the water is just better than any swimming pool you could imagine, crystal clear, um, you know, all the wildlife is out, just absolutely gorgeous, no snow, even on the highest peaks, um, but then in the winter time, this place turns into like a ski snow resort, but most people probably didn't even think you could do that in Cali or Nevada, um, but yeah, here, it's four hours from the Bay Area, you can ski, snowboard, some of the best in the world, Right now, I'm right up the a street from Heavenly Valley Resort, which is like one of the best, you know, ski snowboard resorts around. I went there when I was like a freshman in high school. I think it was hella dope. I haven't snowboarded in years. I wanna, I wanna give it a try again. I, I mean, I, I absolutely have the best memories, man. I just remember it getting so damn distracted. It's so uh, gorgeous on your way down that it's hard to like focus on like the task at hand. Um, for those wondering about, wondering about the stun of shades, no, I'm not just taking my douchebaggery to a new level. I'm at this like lake house right now and not my usual like room studio setup. So I'm actually kind of like staring out of a window right now. So I didn't want to be just like squinting the whole time. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past anybody to just assume I was being a douche or a tool. So, you know, I have set a decent precedent of that in the past. Uh, Man, so shout out to Avatar. Um, man, I never watched anime in my whole life. Like, I missed out on that whole way. Like, a lot of, our, you know, our generation, you know, grew up watching it. I never grew up watching it. Um, it was weird. Like, my parents were just, like, weirdly not down with it. Like, I don't know. It was weird. But, uh, 
I recently got into it more, you know, lately just as a grown man. And man, like Avatar was my intro into it. And I've like moved on to some other things since then. But I, I really respect it now. I want my, I talked a lot of shit on anime and shit, you know, growing up. Just, you know, as kids, we all just pretty much repeat what our parents say anyway. You know, it takes a while to develop your own thoughts and worldviews and shit. So, you know, I grew up kind of talking shit on anime. You know, I, I may have clowned some of y'all for watching it out there in the past. And I'll take that back. It's pretty dope. At least what I've seen so far, you know what I mean? I'm sure like all genres, there's probably good, there's probably bad. Like, I'm not saying all anime is good, but it's definitely not all bad. That's the bigger point here. Um, but yeah, if you've never been to Lake Tahoe, man, it's paradise. Like, straight up. And like, dip, depending on what type... What time of the year you come, it's a different type of paradise, but regardless, paradise all the same. Like, I passed a building earlier that cracked me up. It said, um, this, it's one building, it's essentially like a hotel, it says beach slash ski resort. And I'm like, what other place on earth could you have a beach slash ski resort in the same building and it's not talking about water skiing, it's talking about snow skiing. I was like, man, I fucking love Lake Tahoe, but yeah. We're up here for the week. The, the the family that Nina nannies for has been more than gracious and, you know, invited us up with them. So that's that's super cool. I'm really enjoying it. Um, like I said, my favorite place on earth. I haven't been everywhere yet. Plan on going more places. But as of now, my power ranking of spots, my favorite places is Lake Tahoe. Like, I could even maybe consider myself moving to Reno maybe sometime in the future because like, it's like right up the road. It's like maybe 30, 40 minutes, depending on what part of Tahoe you coming from, um, get, get on the Nevada side of the border, get the fuck out of these Cali taxes, you know what I'm saying, you feel me, but, uh, yeah, man, so, episode 10, live from Lake Tahoe, today's topic, might not expect it, but, or maybe you have, maybe you will if you've been following my life recently, it's, it's gonna be, um, like, relationships, believe it or not, who would ever thought I'd be fucking talking about relationships, but I feel like, in these past two and a half years, I've learned a lot of things that I, nobody ever told me. And maybe if I could, you know, share that and maybe offer some perspective other than the shit that's fed to us all. Because that shit is bullshit. All the movies, all the shit your big homies, your homeboys tell you about girls. Man, forget all that shit. That shit ain't going to take you nowhere, for real. But, um... But yeah, I was re I recently got officially engaged to Nina, man. I, I couldn't be happier. Um, we had like an engagement party with like my family members and stuff back in San Jose like a week ago. Um, super excited! It's like that's why this topic is fresh on my mind. Like, I never really thought I would be engaged, and I mean, I'm sure some of y'all that knew me back in the day are probably wondering like, "Well, this fool's engaged." But a lot of y'all, you know, that have met me since I've been with Nina, you know, it makes perfect sense, and you understand it. Like, duh, they're engaged. So, like, uh, and so yeah, like I said, I haven't always known a lot about relationships. I spent the vast majority of my life pretty much being terrible at relationships, whether it being in one way or the other, like. Um, I wasn't a good single dude, wasn't good at relationships either. So it's like, who am I to really give advice? And so if you want to tune out, tune out. But you know who I am is like, I'm, I'm just a dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not this super wholesome family dude that how some people was raised. I'm, I'm and, and I had to learn this shit on my own. You know, I didn't really have any like big brothers, you know what I'm saying? Dad around nothing. So I, the shit I learned, I learned on my own. And it's and it's real, and it's not like 
fairy tale cornball bullshit, like the shit that most people try to talk about when they talk about this subject. Like most people either talk about this subject from like a la la land fantasy point of point of view or from like a doctor psychologist point of view. And I ain't here to do either of those. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to just like, just as a man, as a man. And this is going to be mainly from the male perspective. So, you know, I love my female followers, my female listeners, you know, definitely tune in if you, if you're interested in hearing some of the, you know, opposite side of the coin, but obviously I'm not qualified to talk about, you know what I mean? The other, the other sex is part of the relationship. You know what I mean? You can, there's a, and that's actually the first thing I want to touch on is that on the subject of relationships, I feel like there is like nine million and a half women talking about this subject, many of whom, you know, shouldn't be for just to put it nicely. And there's hardly any men talking about this subject. And the men that are talking about this subject aren't the type of men or dudes or whatever you want to call it that are, you know what I mean? That the average dude is going to like give a shit about or listen to it. You know what I mean? It's some, it's some doctor. You know what I mean? It's some psychologist. You know what I mean? It's some fucking romance poet or some shit that plays acoustic guitar with his ball sack or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just coming at you from like a normal dude's perspective on relationships. You know what I mean? Like I said, I had to learn this stuff. And like, and I ain't coming at you from some like idealistic perspective or some clinical perspective, just like, you know, th that because I think there's too much of that. And I think that's what causes people problems like in, 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 in just approaching relationships or in relationships or confidence in relationships or why is my relationship different than that relationship? And it's because we listen to too many doctors and too many fucking sappy bitches and just we don't listen to real people. The mo most people out there in long, happy, successful people or marriages are essentially what a lot of people would call average Joes. We don't ever hear about them. We don't ever see about them. It's that couple they've been eating at that same McDonald's for 55 fucking years or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's like the real everyday average American love. Like, it, this shit ain't no, you know what I mean, Fabio on the beach type shit. And, and it also ain't this, and I want to talk about the other perspective too, because this is becoming more prevalent in our culture as well. The whole like ratchet, like, oh, just be a hoe and, 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 and fuck it and, and fuck loyalty and, and, and niggas ain't loyal and bitches ain't loyal and, and everybody just get, look out for yourself. Cause that ain't the answer either. The real answer is just keeping it real. Like all these fake narratives have been, like inserted into our minds to think that like that's how it's supposed to be. That's love. That's relationship, and and and, and it ain't that that you need to like ditch that. And then that goes for other things besides that, man. All this like fake shit that's just been funneled to us all. And I'm not saying I'm excluded from that. Like, and and, and this is gonna kind of sound arrogant. Where I'm not too my own heart. Other people say like have told me that I'm like wise and that I know a lot of shit. And like, you know, they even question how, I mean, I'm, I went to, I'm a little bit educated, but by most standards, I'm not an educated person. And it's like, half of that shit is just unlearning the fake bullshit. I promise you, whether you want to like apply that to the history or like I said, to relationships or to just like shit, bullshit, fake shit, irrelevant 
horseshit that we just soak in throughout our life and throughout our time on this earth that doesn't matter. It makes you waste time and distracts you. It makes you lose your focus on what's really important. And I guess if you want to put on your tinfoil hat, feel free to join me here or your blue do-rag. Um, because imagine if everybody was focused and had their shit together and like wasn't, you know, like stressing and killing themselves over trivial bullshit. I'm not saying people don't got real problems, but man, if you listen to a lot of people's problems, it's trivial bullshit that could just, if you just lived your life right and just, you know what I'm saying, made some better choices, that it would take care of itself. And like I said, this ain't no soapbox. This is called trial and error. Anybody that knows me knows I made a lot of mistakes. And what does a wise man do when he makes a mistake? A wise man makes mistakes. That's another misconception. Like people think smart people or successful people don't fuck up. Couldn't be further from the truth. The, the smart people and successful people learn from their fuck ups and, and they don't let those fuck ups go to waste and they don't fuck up on the same thing twice. That's the definition of progress. That's how you move forward, become more efficient, trim the fat. I mean, that, that applies to your life, too. And like uh, so that, that's why I'm coming to you as trial and error, life experience. Um, you know what I mean? Failure. You know what I'm saying? A man that's made mistakes. That's what I'm coming to you as. I'm not coming to you on no soapbox preaching. No. I said, I ain't no doctor. I ain't no, you know what I mean? I ain't no nothing. I'm just a dude. That's what Dreadful Talk's all about. You know what I'm saying? Like people having conversations again and speaking freely, you know what I mean? In ways that have often been restricted in a lot of ways in today's society. And, you know, we got to have honest conversations with real people, not the people that they want you hearing from. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why them corny motherfuckers is shoved down your throat. There's a reason and it ain't a good reason. Just just so and I'm not saying that, like, make me your only source. I could give you a list of 20 other sources better than me. But if you happen to be listening to me and some of the shit that I've learned filters through me to you. You know what I mean? Then I think the world can be a better place for it. That's all this is. But so, yeah, like I said, there's not a lot of like there's a lot of women discussing this subject. There's a, there's not as many dudes discussing this subject. And the dudes that are discussing this subject are dudes that a lot of dudes relate to. It's my perspective. Feel free to disagree. Um, so, yeah, like I'm, I just I said, I recently got engaged officially. You know what I mean? We kind of did things a little untraditional, but. The official engagement took place um, last week. And, you know, me and Nina have been together for two and a half years. And let me just tell you, man, like the best two and a half years of my life. And I'm not saying that the score points were her. She probably ain't even going to watch this far through. But uh, like, seriously, man, like best two and a half years of my life. I've, I've grown more as a person in those two and a half years with Nina than the whole previous 20 whatever fucking years before that. Seriously. Like if I would have been growing and working on myself at the rate that I have been these past two and a half years, that whole time, like I feel like I've wasted my whole life. I feel like I've wasted my whole life just being inefficient and worrying about the wrong shit. Which we all guilty of, but man, you got to unlearn that shit. I'm telling you, the quickest way to wisdom is not learning. It's unlearning because we've all been just force-fed horseshit for a long time. But yeah, man, engaged, you know what I mean? It feels crazy to say I'm engaged. Uh, people ask me, oh, does it feel different? 
It kind of does, man. It's weird. It's weird. And I, you know, and I know people out there like, oh, like marriage is just like the government getting involved in your relationship. Like, I don't need the government's approval to be with my wife or blah, 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 blah. I've heard that. I actually used to like write papers about that type of shit in college. And like, I was in like the sociology class and I would write about how like marriage was like a product of like 21st century like, uh, or like marriage for love is like essentially from movies and Hallmark and shit. I just saw, don't try to come at me with that. I've literally wrote in research papers on that. I know that perspective. I respect that perspective. And for a lot of people in a lot of situations, it's true. But for me, I felt like it was the right thing to do. And that's what we got to start doing more in our lives, y'all. We got to start like trusting our gut. You know what I mean? Doing what we feel like is right. And, and, I, and I mean that in the sense of like your own thoughts, not like, oh, I see somebody doing that and I think that's right. So I'm going to try. No, like I feel like we all should instinctively in our gut, in our heart, know essentially what we should be doing with our lives. And, and, and you know what I mean? We should be working towards that. And uh, so, so, yeah, so, you know, uh, and, and just some. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to talk about some keys to success, some things that have worked for me, some things I've learned, you know what I mean? Some things I've unlearned, as I, as I was talking about. Um, and, and this is going to sound silly, maybe, to some of y'all. But uh, my number one key to success, like, I'm, I'm not joking. I'm, I'm really not joking. It's going to sound like I'm joking, but I'm not. Like, listen to Love Yours by J. Cole, like, minimum of, like, three times a month. I'm not saying listen to it every day. But man, that's like the whole, that song is the definition of check yourself, look in the mirror, prioritize. You know what I'm saying? Listen to Love Yours by J. Cole like multiple times a month. Seriously. Especially, like I said, I'm coming as a man. I'm sure it works great for women too. But as a man, you know what I mean? That's been loyal. You know what I mean? That That's doing this the right way. Listen to Love Yours by J. Cole a couple times. Because like J. Cole... And he talks about it, too, in his other song, G-O-M-D, how um, don't nobody sing about it no more. It's called love. Don't nobody talk about it no more. And then this is the part that the thugs skip. Like, real talk, like, like we've been so taught that, like, love is corny and that, like, it, it, it's lame and that, like, cool people don't do that. That's for old people. That's for lame asses. That's for religious people. That's for Mormons. You know what I'm saying? That's for people that don't fuck, you know what I mean? Um, and, and it just, it, it couldn't be further from the truth. Um, now, now, a lot of those things that I listed, you know what I mean? They do kind of preach over preach marriage. And I used to, that's partly what turned me off so much about marriage when I was younger, especially like I went to a Baptist college. I went to, um, I went to and played football at Oklahoma Baptist University. And uh, met some great people over there, but it was a bizarre college experience. I mean, Oklahoma Baptist, just right wing Christian, you know what I mean? Like, like a lot of people, the shit that would come out of their mouths was just like 1950s, like uh, really weird place. Um, met some great people there, though. I uh, really enjoyed my athletic career there. So, I mean, I'm not just shitting on it, but it's just a bizarre place, especially looking back on it. You know what I mean? At the time I was young, you know, I, I, I was still religious. It didn't seem as weird like in the moment, but just, you know, looking back on it, I'm just like, whoa, that went down. That was said like openly like yikes. But, uh, but, um, but yeah, we, so I went to OBU and like at OBU, there's like this, um, it's literally a, like, uh, a, a saying, and it's like kind of tongue in cheek, but not really. Like not really. It's it's called ring by spring. 
Like right by spring of your senior year, like right before graduation, you essentially like damn near the whole school proposes, like everybody gets engaged. Like so they say it kind of tongue in cheek, but in like everybody knows, like really, you know, like religious, you know, it's it's real old school. Like a lot of them, you know, say their virginity to marriage, you know, a lot of them don't, but a lot of them do, you know. So I think that factor is in. I mean, you ain't busted a nut in 19 years, dog. I mean, I'd be trying to marry the first thing that walked past me, too. Uh, I mean, shit, you can say that's crude or oversimplified, but I've witnessed it. Like, these dudes don't even know these girls they marry, or vice versa. They're just trying to fuck. I mean, who isn't trying to fuck? So, I mean, I'm not saying they're wrong, but they just been brainwashed. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so that kind of scared me off of marriage. And then, like I said, and then, so after OBU, I transferred to OU and I was in this like, uh, social sociology class with this like, uber liberal sociology teacher and she was just like teaching us like trying to teach us how like love was like a man-made concept and people were only married before to have like children and work the farm and shit yeah there's a lot of truth to that i mean duh i mean everybody knows history but i still think and i'm here to you know kind of speak on i still think that there's you know a place for marriage in like modern society amongst like you know for lack of better terms normal people i mean i guess if i'm your definition of normal that's pretty fucked up but uh you know what i mean i just like the people that aren't super religious or aren't you know this or aren't aren't that you know like there's i think there's still a place for marriage and i want to kind of make take a second to also point out you know um you know i'm I'm a mixed man you know i've been classified as black since before I even knew I was black, and if that sentence doesn't make sense to you, go back and listen to my life story podcast. I uh, that'll make more sense. But uh, yeah, so like the world treated me as black before I even knew I was black. So I ha- I essentially identify as a black man, and the world views me as a black man, regardless of how anybody feels about it. Take it, trust me, from my experience. You know what I'm saying, and so. I say that to say there's a, and kind of going back to the J. Cole lyrics like that, I really want to emphasize that I think there's a, a place for young black men to get married. I think that you, we don't see as much of that as we, you know, potentially should or could. And that's not to say that it doesn't happen because I'm not on that stereotype shit. Like I know plenty of happily, you know, faithful black family men. Like that shit is not as rare as people make it seem. But that being said, it's kind of been like stigmatized or just like exactly like what J. Cole was saying. Like, don't nobody sing about it no more. Don't nobody talk about it no more. This is the part that the thugs skip. Like, everybody's too cool for love. Like, literally the genre of R&B died essentially because everybody too cool for love. R&B turned into like R&B, like to fucking auto-tune fucking songs that are played in finish line. Like, that's what wins, like, R&B awards nowadays. R&B used to be love songs, like, strong, like, masculine love. Like, that's another, and, like, I kind of want to segue, like, ain't nothing more masculine than, like, loving your wife and being a good husband and, and, and doing the fucking right thing, man. That's the hard, like, that's the route less traveled nowadays. Like, that's the real hard path to take. I'm not saying it's the path of least resistance, but the path of least resistance is for the weak. Dudes that entertain every single bitch, that's weak-minded. That's insecurity. Like, nigga, you really need somebody to tell you you cool or that you good looking? Like, you can't just know that? 
You know what I'm saying? Think about it. I used to do it, man. A lot of us have. I'm like I said, I'm not speaking from no soapbox. I'm speaking as a man of the people, man. That was me. I thought that like having a lot of hoes made me cool or made me attractive or made me made me have self-worth. Couldn't be further from the truth, man. Those are the most I was so like unsure of myself. Like I was so unsure of myself back then. I did I, I didn't have faith that I was cool or that I was attractive or that I was, you know, that I was really anything. I, I didn't I, I was wanting the world to tell me what I was and I needed like validation. You know what I mean? And, and that's how I sought that validation. Every time, you know what I'm saying, hook up with a girl, whatever, you know, get a number. It doesn't even have to be a hookup. Get a number. You can get a look. Get a this, get a that. Who knows what happened? But I would leave that be like, yeah, you that dude. Yeah, yeah. But it was so fake. It was false bravado. Like, that's fake masculinity. That's fake confidence. That's fake love. That's, it's fake, man. That shit is an illusion. Like, abandon that shit, man. I'm telling you. Ain't nothing more masculine than just holding it down and then having her hold it down back with you. And then y'all a team and y'all grind and y'all make more money together and y'all achieve success together. Y'all help each other. Y'all fill in each other's weaknesses. You know what I mean? Like, man, you ain't ever going to get that from just living a fast life. You ain't. You ain't, man. That shit... That's how you, and then a lot of people, you know, we all know people that are in relationships that are miserable. And like, it scares people from relationships in general. But it's like, if you think about the circumstances of them relationships, like how many of them people is, is what we just talked about. Like, they don't, he don't really like her, but she's bad. Or, you know, he makes her look cool to his boys. So, and he, you know, it looks cool on the gram. You know, and so, yeah, I'm going to keep me my, I, I got this bad bitch, but you don't love her. And she don't love you. Y'all using each other for this weird clout shit. That shit is not real either. Ditch that shit. And then there's, like I said, there's like the religious marriages that are just like vanilla and void of all, you know, lust and excitement and all that. And then, you know, there's the relationships that are founded just only on lust and excitement. And that shit is a shaky-ass foundation, too. None of them is a recipe, man. You got to find somebody who, like, like, and, and I don't even know really how I feel on, like, spirits and souls and all that. But I do believe that, like, there's consciousness inside you. Like, we're something looking out of these eyes. You know what I'm saying? We aren't these eyes. We are... Something looking, using this body as a vessel. Whatever term you want to put on that. Insert your goddamn word there. But that being said, you got to find somebody who loves that. That like if, you, if you're a skeleton and flesh, this is just flesh. This is rot. This is rotting as we speak and being replaced with new cells. You can't, you got, you got to find somebody that loves that, that whatever that is. If you want to call it a soul, your spirit, your consciousness, your entity, your energy. You got to find somebody that loves you for that. And then conversely, that's what you got to find in somebody else that you love. Because that other shit, I mean, you can have some fun, man. Like, I'm not saying everybody go get married right now, but I'm saying you got to know what it is. You can't because a lot of people end up in miserable ass relationships trying to base that shit off of superficial 
or, you know, oh, they financially secure or, oh, she's hot or, you know, that, that ain't no real foundation. Even that's kind of what society's preached for the past 50 years. It's, that shit was a lie. You just got to find somebody that fucks with your energy, your soul, and you got to you gotta reciprocate that, you know? Um, I really feel like, you know, that that's what it boils down to, you know? Um, uh, like, it's funny. Like, people ask me when I especially... It, it happened more whenever we were first together, but I'm sure it'll happen again now that we're engaged. People ask me, like, oh, like, what do you see in Nina? Like, what's your favorite thing about her? Like, and, and I'm sure most people are expecting some kind of corny hallmark. Oh, the way the light hit her eyes when I first saw her, like, nah, dog. What I, she's solid. And people say, solid? That's not a romantic word. In my eyes, solid is the highest compliment I can pay somebody. Trustworthy, solid, loyal. That's rock solid. That's, that's what that means, solid. That's how I answer that question when people ask me, you know, my favorite thing about Nina or, or how what I saw in her. Uh, however, that, that question gets phrased a lot of ways, but the answer is that solid. She's solid, most loyal, solid, like never waver, not a second, just solid as I've ever met. And that's that should be whether you're a man, whether whatever sexuality, like like. That's what you should be looking for in your partner. I'll use those words, in your partner. Because that's really what it is. It's a teammate. It's a partner. And those words, that's what I'm saying. That shit ain't Disney. That shit ain't Hallmark. That shit ain't sexy. Teammate, partner, what the fuck is this? A group science project? Or are we talking about love here? Nah, man. Teammate, partner. That's what you want. That's, that's, what you, that's the recipe for success. And, and, and the teamwork... I mean, it's just like how, you know, a, a handful of Navy SEALs can defeat a hundred Taliban. It's because the teamwork, the way each one makes each other better, they fill in the holes. Or the 300, the Spartans, the Leonidas shit, they, they took on a much bigger army just based off teamwork. Like that shit is... You can take on the world, man. Like, that's is a solid foundation. Like I said, I, that superficial shit, that financial shit, that, that lust shit, that shit is shaky. That's sand foundation. That's shaky. The waves going to take that down eventually. The waves of time is going to take that down. But loyal, solid. I mean, and, and guess what? Loyal and solid ages well. Everybody's like, oh, what about when they're old and not hot anymore? Like, man, loyal... And solid don't age, and it, and it and it stays attractive if you if you're looking for the right things. Uh, man, but yeah, you know, like I said, this is just shit I've learned. Like I unlearned. I had to unlearn that whole illusion. Uh, and um, had to unlearn that whole illusion. And like, and then man, like. Like I said, we got to take it upon ourselves to, like, have that old school value still, like, mean something to us. Like, having your word mean something to you. Like, that's something, you know, back, you know, in the day, in the old heads, you know, that's something they really value. Our generation all about, you know, being a con man, you know, hitting licks, you know, 
Um, you know, hitting smooth ones, you know, hustling somebody. Hustling's good if you're talking about like work ethic hustling, but like hustling, like swindling, that's weak. And like that same mentality, it's, it's a shortcut mentality. How I said the, the, the tough man takes the road less traveled. The easy man, the weak man takes the easy path of least resistance. And, and you got to like make that decision. Us men got to make that decision to... To, you know, like embrace that challenge, you know, um, embrace just the grind, you know, um, just to hold holding yourself to the higher standard, not, you know, maybe maybe doing maybe doing something the hard way a time or two. I'm not saying like be inefficient, but just always, always, always taking the past of, path of least resistance, man, that'll weaken you. And it'll just make you look for shortcuts in other avenues of life. In a lot of ways, you know what I'm saying? Like cheating and shit like that is a shortcut. It's a temporary, not even fix, but it's a temporary thing to do to not address the real problem. Like if you and your old lady are having problems or the love fading or this or that, or it was built on a shaky foundation, you be, but you're just going to cheat instead of, you know what I'm saying, looking yourself in the mirror. And, and or in ladies do the same thing. Like I know I'm kind of saying you know pronouns here, but you know that shit is all interchangeable. Uh, like that shit ain't gonna fix nothing, and that ain't the real root cause of the issue. And like, there's this I don't even know what to call it. Energy out there, wave. There's a wave, or just it's being shoved down our throat. That like stable is boring. And that like crazy and chaotic is hot and fun. And like, man, that shit ain't true either. That's another illusion. I mean, it can be, but I mean, that shit it, like get, doesn't have any, talk about a shaky foundation. That's what I'm gonna say. That's the shakiest of all foundations. Like that, oh, they're, they're crazy and, and, and psycho and, and this and that and treat me like shit. Oh, but the sex is great. like. You literally are stupid. Like, like you honestly deserve what comes to you. Like, no, I'm not talking about rape or domestic violence. I know that people try to spin that, but I'm just talking about like, if, if you making, if you make decisions in your life based off stupid ass criteria, like shit like that, then what do you expect is gonna happen? Like, like things have an equal opposite reaction. Like, if you, you know, what I'm saying put out stupid energy and decisions, then stupid consequences are going to come back at you. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Like, you ain't going to just dodge that punch. Like, you throw one, you eat one. Like a kickboxer throwing leg kicks. You take one, you throw one. Like, like you can't make them type of decisions and base your life on that type of shit and then be shocked when that shit don't work out smooth. Like, we all, I, I really do believe. I, and this is why I believe in, like, small government and shit because I believe deep down we really do know what the fuck we're supposed to be doing and what we're not supposed to be doing and we've all ignored that we've all known that what we was about to do wasn't good and then still done it we've all done it, it could, some of us has done it on small things some of us has done it on big things but we all know that little voice that little conscious we know we know you know I know we all know what the fuck is good and bad I truly believe that. I don't need a religion to tell me that. I don't need the government to tell me that. And you shouldn't either, man. You just, like, 
like, you know, there ain't no secret sauce, man. It's doing the right thing. That's the key to happiness. People, oh, I'm so depressed. Oh, well, you fucking live like a scumbag and don't do nothing to fucking better yourself, better the world, better your family. You should be depressed, you piece of shit. Like, dead ass. Like, like, do better. Be better. Live your life better. And I promise you, you'll be less depressed. I'm not saying that depression isn't real. Of course, depression's real. We all struggle with it. But a good way to combat that depression is living your life right and, and making difficult decisions. Doing shit when you don't feel like doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what makes depression worse? Just making excuses and having shitty coping mechanisms and then just spiraling into a wormhole of sadness. And that's the, like, the anti-cure. That's the, like, how you, you're feeding it. And, like, you got to, like, when watch, when you do something hard, it could be physically hard. It could be mentally hard. Like, it could be physically pushing your body to the limit. It could be having a difficult conversation with your partner that push you both mentally and emotionally. But you come out better from it. And people that always choose the easy option don't ever see that. And then they blame the world for their problems. For real. We all know them. We've all done it. I'm not going to say no, I'm like, I ain't never done it. Like I said, I ain't speaking from no soapbox, but I'm just not afraid to look myself in the mirror. That's what separates me from certain people. I'm honest with myself. Quit fucking lying to yourself, man. Does you no good? Does nobody no good? Like them lies that we tell ourselves, that's the real devil. Fuck religious devil, man. Them lies you tell yourself, that's that real devil. For real. And when you don't listen to that voice in your head, that's the real devil. Whatever you want to apply that to your religion, apply it. But that's, that's going to sink your ship. Then, you know, everybody wants to talk about, you know, millennials. We, we so broke. We don't got no capital. We don't got this. We don't got that. And it's true. We got handed a shit hand, fellow millennials. Born in 94. What's up? Um, but the thing is, we we also the least married generation. Guess what happens when you get married and you get in a serious relationship? You combine resources, but you essentially using the same amount of shit. Like even though me and Nina share toothpaste, we don't realize that we buying twice as much toothpaste. You still just buy toothpaste when you need toothpaste, but we still have both as much money together. We combine. And and and, and like I said, you shouldn't make this decision financially, but. It has financial benefits when you make responsible and you choose a responsible partner with work ethic and goals and ambition and want more out of life just like you do. That's what I'm saying, how you build each other and make each other stronger. You combine resources. You make your life a little bit easier for each other. Maybe she don't like doing one chore. You don't like doing chores. Guess what? Now you take the one, the other one that you don't like and now you never have to do that thing you don't like again. You know what I'm saying? Teamwork, like like fill each other's gaps, prop each other up. Like like where one has a deficiency, maybe that's your strong point. And maybe if both of y'all got the same deficiencies and same strong points, y'all may not be a good match, to be honest, based on my experience. Like y'all gotta fill each other's gaps. Like the shit that I struggle with, Nina's great with. The shit that Nina struggle with, I'm great at. Like we fill each other's gaps. Just from like an attribute standpoint, like like a video game attributes, like we got certain things that we all good at, but 
Like you need one possession receiver and one speed receiver because the speed receiver can do things that the possession receiver can't do and the possession receiver can do things that the speed receiver can't do. That's why you got, you know, point guards and centers in basketball, different skill sets, but you need them both and they play off of each other, man. That's how that shit should be. You got to run a pick and roll with your old lady, man. Throw that lob. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I know some of y'all girls can jump higher than y'all. She probably catching the lobs. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. That's cool. Some people that dynamic work for him, you know. Um, let me see, but like another thing too, it sounds simple. Just don't take your partner for granted. Like, don't get caught up in just like that. You know, every day ain't special no more because a certain amount of time has gone by. Uh, never, never take that shit for granted, man. Because you know, there's a lot of people you know whose loved ones never make it home, whether it be a car wreck, whether it be a murder, whether it be. Who the fuck knows? Go to jail. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that never got to, you know, kiss their old lady goodbye. Or, you know what I mean? Tell her they love her one more time. And, you know, we never know when our moment's going to gonna come. So, you know, you got to make every, let her know every day. And, you know, ladies, let your man know every day, you know, and just, uh, you know, that love. You know what I mean? And there's certain days, yo, bad mood. You know, I feel it. Tired. I get it. Yeah, definitely. But you still got to let them know. Still got to let them know you can't be that selfish. That's another thing, too. Like, it's made me, like, you got, you thinking for two, not just one. If you're thinking for one and you're in a serious relationship or a marriage, like, that's yeah, just ridiculous because those decisions impact each other. So you got to think for two not thinking for the other person, but just thinking how that factors in, you know, it's more, it's another, um, it's another wrinkle, like another, another thing to factor into the equation, you know what I mean? Um, and like, I learned a new term, this is going to be actually like the only part of this that's like, you know, textbook psychology type shit, uh, companionate love, companionate love is the, like, clinical term for essentially what I've been describing with that solid loyal shit. Companionate love is like the key to like long-term success. You know what I mean? Like like if you want to marry a girl and marry a man, whatever, like companionate love is that that longevity, that that long haul, that marathon. You know what I mean? Um, companionate love. So it ain't it's not even romantic love. That's not the word. That's that Disney Channel shit. And not saying that there's not romance. There's, you totally got to keep romance. But the, that's a separate clinical term. The term for what you should be looking for is companionate love. That's that grow old shit. You know what I mean? That's to have kids and grow old shit. And people, you know, that's, everybody saying that's what they want, but then they don't look for companionate love. Like that's how you get what you. The, the end long-term goal of growing old with somebody and having grandkids and shit. Companionate love. Not that flash in the pan shit. Companionate love. Uh, man. Like, another common thing. Very common thing. I hear a lot of my, my brothers, my, my, you know, fellow young dudes say, you know, um, Oh, man, I'm focusing on my career right now. I'm focusing on my this right now. I'm on my grind right now. I, a lady will hold me back. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't got time for that right now. I'm on my grind. And, and, and I feel it to a certain extent. You know, a relationship does take time and energy. 
And if you have no time and energy to give, then that is probably better than getting in a relationship and not giving that relationship the type time and energy it deserves. So to a certain extent, when people say that, there's like maybe a few people that use that term in the right way and actually mean it. And, and that really is what's best for their life right then. But I also feel like it's like a cop out. Like, like it's, you, you, you know, because you haven't, you're not... A lot of times what a dude says that it's because he's not the man he wants to be yet. And I, and I totally feel that, man. I totally feel that. Like, I'm so glad I didn't get married real young or get no girl pregnant when I was real young because I was not the man that I am today. And I wouldn't be comfortable marrying Nina if I was still that man from back then. But the thing is, you can't just keep saying that, like, oh, I'm not ready for that, and then do nothing to work on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's when it becomes a cop-out. You're just kicking the can down the road. Instead of picking up the can, go put it in the recycle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to address the fucking issue at hand. You can't just kick the can down the road and be like, oh, well, you know, it's not the right time. Or, I mean, if you really are just stacking and you're busy, you're in fucking law school and you really just legit don't have time. But, man, a lot of motherfuckers ain't doing shit but playing 2K, you know, selling grams and eights, being like, oh, I'm on my grind. I ain't got time for no bitch right now. Yes, the fuck you do, man, and it'll better your life, trust me. Cause I was kicking it playing 2K song grams and eights too. Hey, I'm speaking from experience, man. I'm telling you, I ain't I ain't no fucking perfect. I ain't speaking from no high horse. Fuck that. I'm right there with you, man. That's what I'm telling you. I did this shit and my life got better. Like, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, like it ain't it ain't it ain't do no magic cure. It ain't it ain't no magic blunt or magic drug or not even no magic pussy. It's, it's a, you got to really address yourself and work on yourself. And then you got to find, you got you to gotta work on that energy. Remember earlier I was talking about how you got to find somebody that loves your energy. Well, you got to clean that energy up and make that energy desirable and lovable. And then, you know, and then you can attract that good quality of, of partner into your life. But you can't just be living wrong. Essentially being a scumbag and then, you know, expect the perfect wife to fall in your lap. And then trust me, if she did fall into your lap, you would fuck it up. Because that's how I feel. Like, like, because me and Nina, for those that don't know, me and my fiance Nina, um, we, we went to the same high school. We're from the same town back in Oklahoma. But we didn't get together, actually, until we both independently moved to the Bay. So it came full circle. So it was a crazy set of circumstances. And, and I love that it worked out the way it did. But, um... And so sometimes she'll ask me, like, babe, what if we would have gotten together back in high school? And, like, it's funny and it's cute and, and yeah, I get what she's doing. But I always say, nah, like, I'm so glad we didn't because we wouldn't be getting married right now. Like, I was not the man for that job at that time. So you do. But it's so like I said, like, you can't. You, I get it if certain people ain't ready. But the thing is, you got to, like, get ready. I mean, if that's what you want. And trust me, man. Nobody, you ever seen, been at the grocery store, see the old single guy with a grocery cart full of just beer and fucking um, TV dinners and ramen and mac and cheese and shit, everything in boxes and frozen pizzas? Have you ever, it's the saddest fucking thing you ever seen in your life. Like, you don't want to end up that way, Phil. It's not worth it just to keep, you know what I'm saying, smashing local shorties at, your, at, at, the, at the bars and clubs and all that, like, tender, you know, it, that ain't gonna, when you old and fucking miserable and lonely and shit, man, that shit, 
We ain't gonna the the trade off. The juice ain't worth the squeeze, man. The, as you know, as they say. Uh, but, but yeah, man, I'm just I'm super excited to be engaged, and you know, I I kind of got off the rails a little bit. I kind of just abandoned my notes, but you know, sometimes you got to do that and just get your point across, you know. And um, but yeah, this is. Episode 10 of Dreadful Talk. I'm, I'm super excited. So we're 10 episodes in. Um, next episode, this is my last little janky episode with like an impromptu setup. I got my brand new ring light, nice, big, fancy one coming in. It just got in the mail. So, and then we got the um, the new the new backgrounds coming soon too. So yeah, we're, we're you know, coming to you legit. But I just didn't want to miss an episode just because I'm out of town. I wanted to deliver consistently and just work on my craft and be there for you guys and have some fun. Like I said, try to try to deliver some advice that may be helpful to somebody because we get so much just poor shit just force fed down our throats. And and here's just like some like a little chunk of honesty, a little chunk of truth, a little chunk of perspective for you. Just something to think about. Like I said, I'm not saying I'm the guru. I got all the answers. But I think that if more people applied some of these things that I talked about and, and thought about things the way that I, that I just talked about it, you know, I think maybe more people might might find the success in that department of relationships that they're looking for. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's been real. I'm about to go. Get back to enjoying my vacation, but that was a lot of fun. Love you guys. Um, yeah, it, you know, subscribe on YouTube and uh, follow the IG. Take it easy, everybody.